Well, I started recording before I actually announced that this is Spotlight Impressions, so this is Spotlight Impressions. Hello everybody, this is Chase Carico coming in quasi-live from the office in my house. Uh, watching Game 6 of the NBA Finals between the Bucks and the Suns. This is perhaps the last game of the NBA season. We have the Milwaukee Bucks currently ahead uh, 29-16 to 16 at the end of the first quarter. So here's kind of a live update for you. Uh, this was a really slow, ugly start to the game. Kind of not too much to take away. Both teams were playing solid defense, but also missed some shots that they definitely wanted back. Had some good attempts. It looked pretty gross for a while, and then the Bucks kind of got going a little bit. Chris Middleton got a steal and a dunk, and then he hit a mid-range shot and then a three. So uh, very quickly in what was a super low-scoring first quarter, Middleton scored seven points in probably less than a minute, uh, probably or about a minute in that time span. Uh, pretty big for the Bucks there. Uh, and then Giannis really picked it up the last half of the first quarter. So you look at Middleton has seven, so all of his points came in that quick stretch. Bobby Portis has six points. He hit a couple of threes in uh, his reserve minutes at the end of the first and Giannis has 10 points and 6 rebounds already. He's made all four of his free throws, so that's nice for him. And here's the really bad news for Phoenix. All three of those players, including Bobby Portis, have more points than any member of the Phoenix Suns right now. Again, they're up 29-13, to 13, so they have a 13-point advantage. Cam Payne is the only member of the Phoenix Suns to have recorded more than one basket and to have more than three points. Really bad news for them so far. Devin Booker's missed multiple opportunities that I thought he could have easily converted, so I think we're seeing nerves possibly from both teams, but it looks even more so on the Phoenix side now. Uh, so... Tough look for Phoenix so far. You go down the shooting list for them. Crowder 1 for 3, Bridges 1 for 3, Paul 1 for 3, Booker 1 for 5, Cam Johnson 0 for 2, Campaign 2 for 2, and then another one that has stood out to me was DeAndre Ayton 1 for 6. I'm very curious. Um, it seems like he's gotten a lot of shots. I'm not sure if that's by design of the offense, by design of the defense, or a byproduct of the game. But it seems like Aiton is getting a lot of attempts. He has started this playoffs shooting an unbelievable percentage, but is no longer shooting a great percentage. One for six is not a good uh, start for him. I wouldn't really want him taking six shots in a quarter unless they are dunks, and I certainly don't want him missing five shots in a quarter. So we will check back in with you at halftime. Okay, it's getting... Pretty interesting now. The Suns have taken the lead after that big first quarter from the Bucks. The score is now 47-42 in favor of Phoenix. Chris Paul really stepped it up in that second quarter, especially later in the quarter. That's the Chris Paul I think we definitely need to see the rest of the game, the rest of the series if it goes to seven games, and that I wish we saw a lot more of earlier. I don't think Drew Holiday's defense has been quite as good as it was the, uh, the majority of this series up to now. Uh, seeing him off the ball a little bit passive, which as long as you're not giving up buckets, that's okay. 
but Paul's beaten him a couple of times and he's gotten cross-matched onto some other players other than Paul. I think they've done a decent job of trying to push ahead in transition, which often ends up with someone else other than Chris Paul bringing the ball up the court, and Holiday can't bump Chris Paul around quite as much. So that's good for the Phoenix side. Paul has 13 points. Devin Booker only has 4 points right now on 2 for 8 shooting. He has not been in control. I really don't see him having the ball as often as he usually does. I think that has lent itself more to this being a Chris Paul game. He's just playing better than Booker right now. So when you can, they have Chris Paul handling it rather than Booker. We still have DeAndre Ayton kind of struggling from the field. He's now 2 for 9. So he had a couple more nice, good attempts in the second quarter. Some good looks at the basket. He missed a few. He also made one. <laughs> he's two for nine. Uh, he did get a few free throws as well, so he's got eight points. Only four rebounds. Jay Crowder has eight rebounds. He's been really active there, even though Crowder's only hit one shot and a couple of free throws. You do like to see that he's not only active defensively, but also getting on the boards a little bit there. Uh, Frank Kaminsky played two minutes. I was surprised to see that he played at all in this game. Torrey Craig has played one minute. He came kind of the final minute of the quarter. And then, really, uh, Cam Johnson hit one three in that quarter, and then Cameron Payne had a couple more baskets. Those two, really, I think they had the first three baskets of the second quarter for the Suns, which really kind of kicked them off and got them going so that they could come back from what was a 13-point deficit at the end of the first quarter. Uh, we've got Giannis still playing well, 17.7 rebounds. Middleton didn't get a ton going in that quarter there, just a couple of free throws. A uh, couple of weird calls there. Brooke Lopez in particular had one play where he took what was intended to be an alley-oop pass and dunked it, but they called it a goaltending because the ball was over the rim. Kind of hate that call. I guess it was the right call, but... That was clearly intended as a pass and not a shot, and didn't look like it was going to go in. So I wish that was a play that you were allowed to just dunk that ball. That was what the play was drawn up to do. Anyway, uh, I thought he was playing well otherwise. Two for five, four points, nothing outstanding. Holiday is back to having a really bad offensive game. He's one for 11 from the field. Um... It's kind of a quiet one for 11. Maybe I'm just not paying the right attention to the Drew Holiday shots. I think it's because he's got a lot of shots that I think he could make. He's taking some open jumpers and getting to the rim a little bit, but just missing a bunch. So one for 11, just two points. He does have five rebounds and six assists, so he's being active, impacting the game in other ways, even though, again, I think you certainly haven't solved Drew Holiday's defense if you're the Suns, but... I think they're kind of working around it a little bit and making him a little bit less effective on that end of the court as well. Uh, that, uh, aside from one other thing, uh, Pat Connaughton is 0 for 3 from the field. He's played hard, but not particularly well. And glaringly, as I look up the plus-minus for these players, Chris Paul's plus 11, Jay Crowder's plus 14. That's helping the Suns out in this five-point halftime lead. But Pat Connaughton is minus 17. I think he's been tremendous for them in these playoffs. He's had a couple of really good games in the last two games. But so far, 
he he got blown by by Chris Paul on a play, and there was no help defense. So some of it was maybe just the team chemistry while he was out there, him being expected to guard one of those two guys on the perimeter fairly often. Uh, either way, Connaughton's struggling. He has not been able to score, and if he's not scoring, he's not really known for his playmaking. No assists either, just three rebounds and a turnover really in the stat sheet. So we'll see how this continues. I think... Giannis has probably been the best player on the court in total, but in that second quarter, Chris Paul started to give him a run for his money. Uh, I still don't think the Phoenix defense has solved Giannis. Giannis is doing a great job. Uh, Six for ten from the field is, if anything, kind of a slow night for him, but he's also five for six from the line. We'll see if that continues, but I like what's happening when Giannis has the ball. He doesn't have an assist. That's really interesting. I'll try to pay a little bit more attention to that going forward to see if I think the Suns are doing anything to stop that or if that's a coincidence or just how Giannis is playing. But the Suns do hold a five-point advantage at halftime. They're playing for their playoff lives, their finals lives. Uh, and we I do want to see them win, if for no other reason, to force a Game 7. Uh, I definitely want Game 7 to happen, but on top of that, it'd just be kind of nice to see... Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and the rest of the Suns won a title. Love it for Giannis, too, but this feels like a pretty big opportunity that the Suns don't need to blow. Uh, we'll see. So, uh, two quarters left, possibly for the season, uh, definitely for the game. So, uh, good luck to both teams. I hope it's enjoyable. Don't want to be too much of a... It's not even a homer. I'm not a Suns fan, but uh, that's where we are. We'll talk to you after quarter three. So we will talk to you at the end of the third quarter. I'll jump back on here, see where we are. We've got two more quarters left of this game, possibly two more quarters left of this season. Uh, I am rooting for a game seven, so I hope the Suns can pull this out. Uh, definitely want to see that game seven. So uh, let's see if they can hang on to that lead. It is coming down close to the wire. We have a tie game, 77-77, to 77, heading into the fourth quarter. So the Bucks were able to take away that five-point lead. They weren't able to take a lead of their own, but they've, or at least they did at some points. But going into the fourth quarter, <laughs> there's no lead. It is coming down to 12 minutes of basketball. Who can beat whom? If the Bucks can win this quarter, they win the series. If not, all of a sudden, it's going to look like Phoenix at least. I think they'd be favored in a Game 7. <laughs> That's an interesting question that I will not think any longer about. Uh, in that third quarter, Devin Booker got going a little bit. He had 11 points in that quarter, made a couple of shots. Uh, a couple of One in particular, just ridiculous shot. And then, weirdly, we're getting productive minutes out of Frank Kaminsky. I'm <laughs> confused by that, but I guess if it works, go for it, Phoenix. I would not recommend it, but when you don't really have another center other than Aiton, I, I guess can't blame him too much. I don't know. Uh, Jay Crowder hit a couple of threes in that quarter as well, and then Brooke Lopez had a couple of huge plays too. Brooke Lopez is plus seven. Pat Connaughton was minus 22 heading into the fourth, so that's rough also. Uh, when you look at some more of these plus minus numbers, that's the really big one that stands out. Um, Paul actually got outscored in that quarter because he's negative now. And we look at uh, 
all of the Buck starters are positive. It's really that bench lineup. Uh, Jeff Teague played two minutes. That was in the second quarter and is minus five. I don't think we're going to see Jeff Teague again. Um, Bobby Portis has played okay. But uh, you'll probably hear from me not only after the game, but in the middle of this fourth quarter is where I'll pick up later. So, ooh, it's coming down to it. I'm joining you back here in the fourth quarter of Game 6 of the NBA Finals where the Bucks are up 94-90 to 90 with a little less than five minutes to go in the game. Uh, Chris Middleton just hit a really tough fall away to go up six points. A couple things I've noticed. One, Devin Booker is one for 14 from three in Milwaukee in the finals. That's really rough. He's a phenomenal three-point shooter, and I think that's kind of gotten to him. He's passed up some three-point attempts that I thought he could have taken as well. Um, Then the other thing, obviously, is that Giannis has, uh, as P.J. Tucker strips Booker at half court and draws a foul, that's kind of rough. Um, Suns definitely need all the offensive opportunities they can get. They cannot be turning the ball over. Uh, He got a little bit of his hand, but that's a pretty clean strip. Uh, Giannis has 40 points, uh, 40 plus points, and is 16 for 17 at the line. Uh, Incredible shooting at the line for him. We've definitely seen that he shoots better on, uh, or at home rather than on the road, as Drew Holiday misses a jumper, but 16 for 17, you could not ask for any better than that from Giannis. He's not likely to do that very often. Ooh, Chris Paul just missed the Andre Ayton open under the rim. Oh, man, then he found Aiton too late, and Aiton missed a turnaround hook shot. That could have been two points that Phoenix is definitely going to need back. Um, Then they find Giannis, who gets to the rim and scores. Eight-point game. Milwaukee is up with three minutes and 30 seconds left. Chris Paul bringing the ball up the court, guarded by, it looks like, P.J. Tucker. Drew Holiday's out there, but he's guarding Booker right now. A little bit surprising to me. Crowder sets a screen to get Bobby Portis on Booker. Booker misses a three there. Not a bad look. It was pretty deep. Jay Crowder gets an offensive rebound. Kicks it to Booker. Booker gives it to Ayton. And Ayton scores. Six-point game. Milwaukee's ahead. We are going to go to a break. All right. Giannis just hit another tough turnaround. Kind of hook shot, half floater type thing to give him 49 points in this game. Two and a half minutes left. The Bucks are back up eight. Good cut by Booker. Ha- what in the world is he doing? <laughs> he had a shot. Uh, did not take it. Oh, Jay Crowder misses a really good look at three, too. Uh, things are not going the Suns' way right now. I can't believe Booker didn't shoot that after the first pump fake. He was right under the rim. I think, I mean, they almost left him alone. Uh, he's guarding Middleton now. Giannis has it at the three-point line with Aiton on him. Five seconds left on the shot clock. Little bit of a push off. Kicks it out to Bobby Portis. Misses the three. Rebound tapped out to Booker. And Booker finishes to cut it to six with a little less than two minutes to go. Middleton's bringing the ball up the court. Booker waiting for him. Booker's playing him pretty aggressively. Middleton was able to cut him back once, goes into the shoulder. Middleton just threw it out of bounds. I don't know who he thought was there or what he was expecting to happen. That's a bad turnover for Middleton. Got a minute 33 left. Suns are going to bring it up. 
again, we've got P.J. Tucker on Chris Paul, who's about to bring the ball up the court. I'm not sure what's going on there. Um, <laughs> they're just letting the ball sit on the court. I have no idea why. Um, kind of let the half-court offense get into their rhythm. Uh, Giannis is now switched on to Paul. Drew Holiday is still on Booker, so I guess they're afraid of Booker. Holiday knocks it away for a second, but Booker gets it back. Swings it across the court to Mikhail Bridges. Crowder drives with Portis on him. Looked like a foul. I think they called the foul first. Mikhail Bridges tapped it in, but I think we're going to get two Jay Crowder free throws with the Suns down six and a chance to cut it to four or five. Crowder hits both. We have a four-point game with a minute 14 left. Giannis is getting set to inbound the ball to Drew Holiday, who is being guarded by Mikhail Bridges. That has been the case for a lot of this series. We've seen a lot of Bridges on Holiday. Um, I'd be interested to see if he was the primary defender for a lot of Game 5, because I think Bridges has really held Holiday in check. We have Crowder guarding Giannis. That's interesting. Really tough jumper from Chris Middleton, and my goodness, he hit that right over Booker to go back up 6 with just a minute left. That's a shot you live with if you're Phoenix, and Middleton has not had a particularly great game. He's only hit, I want to say that's his second field goal since the first quarter. I'll go back and check that. That was tough. Uh, Like I said, you live with that shot, and uh, that's his third field goal. So Middleton 6 for 13 from the field. He hit three in a row in the first quarter, so he's only hit three shots since the first quarter, but that one was absolutely massive. Uh, The Suns really, really want to cut this to a one-possession game and get the ball back. Obviously, you have to do that, but they're running out of time to do so. And this would have been a good opportunity, too, if they were able to get that stop. But we are at commercial now, and I'll jump back on here in a sec. Bridges inbounds the ball to Crowder, who gives it to Chris Paul. Open three by Booker, and he misses it. That hurts. And now they've got the ball in Middleton's hands. They are going to foul Middleton. Uh, You can sense that Milwaukee knows that the championship is right there. I will say, while I've kind of criticized the Milwaukee crowd a little bit, they have been phenomenal in this game. They've been really hard to hear over. You can hear them throughout the entirety, pretty much, of the broadcast. So, good job for Milwaukee for finally stepping up as a fan base. Uh, here's Middleton. He's only missed two free throws the whole series. Uh, he makes the first one, so they are up seven. That is just rough. Uh, the Suns have definitely had an opportunity in this game. This is not the game you really needed from Devin Booker. Uh, he definitely made a few shots, but you need him to be a lot better than he was. This is not a good game from him as Middleton hits the second one and the Bucks go back up eight. They're going to have to score in a hurry and get some turnovers or miss free throws or something. Uh, Paul takes the three, misses it. Bucks get the ball, and that's all but the finals. Uh, Chris Paul was okay in this one. Not phenomenal. Uh as the Bucks are calling timeout with 25 and a half seconds left. Um, just kind of looking up at the box score just to see if I noticed anything big. Um, DeAndre Aiden only played 35 minutes in this game. He was minus six, uh, which, I mean, that's not horrendous in a game where you're down eight right now. Uh, 
and I really I think his defense, even though he's not by any means a Giannis stopper, they don't have very many guys who can get in the way of Giannis. They really needed him to play more minutes. I thought, um, really, the only two guys who played a huge well. The only guy who played a ton of minutes was Booker. He's at 45 minutes, and he's really struggled. He's minus 14, so whether he uh, what, he just was not having the game that he wanted. 8 for 21 from the field, 0 for 6 from 3, and most of those threes were very much makeable. Um, and then you've got Jay Crowder's played 40 minutes. He's been okay. Paul's played 39 that's a lot. Uh, Paul's minus nine. The only one you really get is Cameron Payne, who's plus nine in this game. And I don't think he's been good enough that you trust him in crunch time minutes. His 10 minutes were certainly good ones, but I wouldn't give him much run in the second half, personally. Um, Mikael Bridges played 39 minutes. He's minus 17. Of course, a lot of these single game plus minus numbers don't always indicate anything too much. Uh, but my goodness, DeAndre Ayton only has five rebounds in this game. That's not a good look for him either. Uh, just tough one for him. Four for twelve from the field and only five rebounds. You don't like that. Uh, the Bucks successfully are inbounding. They gave the ball to Pat Connaughton, um, and with eight seconds left, I hate to see that too. Uh, I just don't understand what the Suns have done here. They allowed the Bucks to take 16 seconds off of the shot clock before they finally fouled Pat Connaughton. Giannis is celebrating. There's 20 seconds left. It's highly unlikely the Suns are going to score. <laughs> I'll say, while I wanted the Suns to win this game, I love this for Giannis. Um, and I've always been someone... Well, I shouldn't say always, but the past several years I've been high on the Chris Middleton bandwagon. That was a horrible free throw from Connaughton. Um, I, I just, it's true that Chris Middleton is very streaky. He's very up and down. So uh, Chris Vernon pointed out to me, I think he it's a secondhand source, but said that if you like Chris Middleton and you think he's good, just wait a few games and he's going to be good. If you think he's bad, just wait a couple games and he's going to have a total clunker. Uh, Connaughton missed both of them. <laughs> they really needed a foul earlier than they did, though. Uh, we got Chris Paul. He scores, cuts it to six, but it's just 11 points or 11 seconds left. They foul Giannis. He's going to get a couple more free throws, which if he makes one of these, that'll put him over 50 in a finals closeout game. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I feel like LeBron James was the last person to score 50 in a finals game uh, in game one of... What was that? The 2018, 17 finals, 2017. That sounds right to me. Um, <laughs> so I don't know what kind of company Giannis is in. They've already said he's the first player in the last 25 years or so to score 40 with 10 rebounds and five blocks in a finals game. Uh, first player to do that in a very long time. He's up to 50 points, and he's 17 for 18 from the line. That's unreal. Uh, let's see. Well, I hate that he missed that one, but still, that got him to 50 points. Um, the game is more or less over. Nine seconds left. Bucks are up seven. Um, Man, but yes, uh, and I think Drew Holiday's great. Uh, when I look up and down the Bucks lineup, 
Um, I kind of like Brooke Lopez. I like Pat Connaughton. Not the biggest Bobby Portis fan, and I'm kind of neutral on Jeff Teague, to be honest. But there are a lot of players that I really like seeing succeed here. And I, Giannis is just one of the most fun players to root for. I mean, he, just looking him, looking at him out on the court, he seems legitimately happy. Uh, P.J. Tucker getting a championship, too. That's nice for him. I'm kind of close to neutral for Tucker, too, but I like seeing him happy. But, man, uh, there was a lot of talk about whether Giannis should have signed this massive extension with Milwaukee or gone somewhere else. I do think he would have teamed up unbelievably well in a place like Dallas with Luka Doncic. Um, But him winning this title for Milwaukee... um, not hyperbole, I think, it's comparable to LeBron winning a title with Cleveland. Uh, Milwaukee's won championships before, but it's been almost 50 years, and I mean, this is a small-ish market team, and uh, they really did it, um, not through the draft necessarily, they didn't draft Chris Middleton or Drew Holiday or P.J. Tucker or Brooke Lopez um, as... Booker misses another three. It's rough. Tucker gets the rebound, and that's going to be the finals. They're getting the celebration going. 105 to 98. Milwaukee's going to win by seven. They are your 2021 NBA champions. Um, but yeah, what <laughs> what a last three years for Giannis. I mean, two MVP awards, and then the next year when he doesn't win MVP, he's top five in the MVP voting and really like probably could have been higher if it wasn't for MVP fatigue and him not having made it to the finals in those last couple of years. Uh, very sad for Chris Paul. I, I personally would bet against him having a chance at another finals. Uh, I mean, at age 36, I think... He's probably going to be back with Phoenix next year, and they've got the tools to get back there, but this was a wide-open opportunity for them. Um, sad for Devin Booker, too. Would have liked Devin Booker to have won this championship, but I, he at least has plenty more time to get back to it. Uh, lots of emotions flowing from Giannis and Tedekumpo, of course. Um, I mean, that's cathartic. He's had a fair amount of adversity, and I don't know if we celebrate him enough. I mean, just outstanding player. I, I love to watch him, and I, I just get the feeling that he's a person that I want to root for. Just all the stories I've heard and all the time that I've seen him, I hope he truly gets to enjoy this experience. So he's going to be your finals MVP. Um, you had awesome performances at different times in this series from Drew Holiday and Middleton and, I mean, even Connaughton. But it's him. <laughs> this was an incredible finals for him. He's going to end up averaging, I guess, well over 30 points a game. Um, outstanding shooting and well-deserved. And uh, so that I don't forget it, the other thing that I think you have to give him credit for, probably the number one most important thing you need to give him credit for, is he is incredibly team first. Uh, you see that in the way he plays defense, his commitment to the defensive side of the ball, which is not glamorous. That's not where you're going to make your shine. You might make a little bit of money there, but you're not going to get your stardom on the defensive end. And he is committed to that. He's won a Defensive Player of the Year award and is certainly 
uh, in line to potentially get even more first team all defense on multiple occasions but the way he's developed his game um so they're showing the graphic now that's tied for the six most points in nba finals history that's awesome uh his 50 point game tonight but uh he has allowed other players to shine he's let both Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday be the focal point of the offense at the end of games because he knows that's what is usually best for Milwaukee. <laughs> if he plays like he did today, uh, I think him having the ball is certainly not any worse than those players having the ball. Uh, but but yes, being willing to be one of the five best players in the NBA the best player on your team, undoubtedly, undisputably the best player on your team, and saying, not only do I recognize that one of my teammates having the ball is probably better, but I'm willing to let it happen, too. And time and time again, it was not on a few occasions, but several times you saw Chris Middleton take the ball. He hit a huge shot tonight, Um, and some of that was empowered by Giannis and the trust that Giannis and the rest of the team have in Middleton and that team uh, <laughs> great season uh, great last few seasons for them it is nice to see them get this championship I'm going on a little bit a uh, little bit repetitive a little bit <laughs> not saying too much but yeah I, I can't give Giannis enough credit because he's easily one of the five best players in the NBA this cements it right now Uh, and then (laughs) hard to say he's not the best teammate Uh, he's worked on so much of his game I know he works on those free throws constantly and this game gave him a chance to show that it's possible he can make these free throws he does better at home I think he felt a little bit less pressure at home didn't have to deal with the road crowd very much and he's going to get a Larry O'Brien trophy from this he's going to get a finals MVP and it's incredibly deserved I can't go on enough about it but I'm going to leave it at that Uh, that is the end of our 2021 NBA season Uh, credit to the Suns for getting there credit to the Suns for making it tough but we got what Bucks fans have been saying for a few years now We got Bucks in six.